garbage day! <laughs> Hello. 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 Welcome to the Witch Finger. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Witch Finger Horror Podcast. How are you guys doing tonight, Megan? I'm great. Morgan. I am also great. <laughs> Myself, Yasmina. I'm doing all right. Doing all right. I've Doing got, all right. Yeah, I've got my uh, my Heineken here, mixing it with some Clamato because I like to make red eyes. I'm feeling that tonight. Yeah, you yeah. guys are both drinking red eyes. I'm, I know. I'm I, drinking a multitude of. I other have to things. admit, I'm drinking a red eye because it makes me cut my beer in half. You're right. You don't get <laughs> as wasted when you drink them. It's true. I have uh, coerced Megan, uh, my roommate, who actually actually also lives with me, oh, yeah. into liking red eyes. Yeah, it's good. Uh, you know what? Okay. May I have a, a sip of your flavor of Clamato and beer mixed together? It's awesome. It's like, it's kind of like a beer that kind of tastes like a Caesar. I like it. It's a Beezer. Yeah, tastes pretty good. Right. Actually, does it. America have Clamato? No, because they actually. Don't, they Americans don't do Caesars. Don't do Caesars. No, they Caesar, do Yeah, so here yeah. we are. If you are from America, um, us Canadians, we have this magical drink in our <laughs> special frozen land. And we call it a Caesar. Yeah. A Bloody Caesar. And it's sort of like a Bloody Mary, but it's more delicious. It's and got more clam juice in Clamato it. Clamato juice, yeah. yeah. Um, but so also, weird. like, more seasoning salt, and uh, we use we put Worcestershire sauce, which, again, I think is something that they don't really do much of in yeah. the Horseradish. States. It's good with horseradish. Because Worcestershire sauce is, like, a British thing, right? Yeah. 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 Worcestershire. It's a it's, very strange word. Yeah, it's like drinking, like, tomato soup, kind of. <laughs> Okay, mm-hmm. but spicy tomato soup. It's got clams in it. Well, but though. with clams. The main ingredient is clams. Back to the horror. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we watching tonight? We are watching Slaughter High. We're watching Slaughter High, and um, this was actually a uh, special request um, off of our Facebook <laughs> by so coming. Kristen, who said we should do Slaughter High, and we were like, yes, Kristen, that is a great idea. So we're gonna we're gonna watch the sh- the movie tonight, and we have lots of things planned. Um, lots of things have happened today. Actually, today's been a weird day. Aww. So today was a very sad. Yeah, day, we're gonna talk. It, yeah, we are gonna talk about this for a second here. So today is the day. Obviously, we're gonna be posting this like a week from the date. But today, April twenty first, was the day that Prince died. So sad. Prince fucking died. Very unfortunate. And I'm really, really sad about it. Like, I've had a couple drinks now. We actually started drinking before the podcast hit record, and and tears are starting to come to my eyes. So young. 57. I know, and they're purple. Purple tears. Purple tears. Purple tears. (laughs) (laughs) And Morgan loves Prince so much that she was him for Halloween Mm -hmm. a couple years ago, and it was fantastic. People didn't even fucking recognize you. No, I know. Like, people didn't even know that it was you. I'm a great drag king. I guess. Yeah. I know. Diamonds and pearls. I know. Fuck. I'm so upset. What a tragedy. He was such an amazing artist. Um, such a talent. Holy shit. Like what a, (laughs) what a fucking day. He was a great, great man. Oh my God. We got, we got to see him in concert. Yes, we did. You and I, Morgan. Oh, you guys went together? Yeah. Uh, No, actually. I saw. Don't say Don't lie Oh yeah, we saw him together. (laughs) Separately, but together. Uh, We actually, uh, 
Morgan went to the show in our city in London, and I went to the show in Toronto. Oh, wow. It was and, on the same uh, tour. It was, I think uh, it was like... It was the same tour, but mm-hmm. for some reason, my show was like a week earlier, even right. though Toronto's just a couple hours oh. away. But seriously, one of the fucking best shows oh, I've ever seen really? in my entire life. Phenomenal. He busted out Purple Rain, second song. Yes, he did. Second song, Purple Can I get an amen? Fucking had, like, um... Was he on confetti. a motorcycle? Oh, okay. uh, No, but there was, like, a confetti, uh, like, purple confetti everywhere. The stage was in the shape of the Prince symbol. It was incredible. Like, it was the greatest Aww. thing ever. And we went with uh, me and uh, my boyfriend, Owen. We went with a friend of ours, Jamie, who is, like, the biggest Prince fan mm-hmm. ever. And he cried. I'm pretty sure he cried. Aww. Like, as soon as Prince came out on the stage, like, we were like, oh, my God, Prince! Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? It's funny, too. Um, as soon as you had told me, Yasmina, today, um, and we kind of were like, oh, my God, we're in such shock, but we were at the gym, so it was like, okay, we have to, you know, keep, keep moving, keep going. And I walked out of the change room and into the main lobby of the gym, and Purple Rain was playing. And then I was like, oh my god, I have to look at my phone, and who texts me but Jamie? And he's telling me that we need to get matching purple teardrop tattoos. On your face? On your, yeah. No, not on my face. Like a my criminal? Face. Yes, exactly. <laughs> a fabulous criminal. Oh my god. <laughs> and he was saying that he was about to go into an exam, but he didn't think he could do it because he was so choked oh up god. about Prince. I know, man. Prince, is ama- Prince was amazing. God, Honestly, damn. like, even just, I love purple rain the movie can we dedicate this episode to prince yes Yes, absolutely this whole episode is dedicated to prince but seriously the movie purple rain is outrageous ridiculous i love when he they go on the him and the chick there on the motorcycle and they drive into the forest and just him in nature he's still wearing his like full-on tight pants and like pointy shoes yes you know and everything and uh the fact that he makes her take her clothes off and he like doesn't yeah. she like go into the the river and she's yeah, like all wet yeah he takes all her clothes he's like see you later he takes yeah, her clothes and, and just drives, drives away, away. <laughs> and then she still comes back for more I know cause that's how amazing Prince oh. is I know oh. he can treat you like shit but you'll come come back for more crawling back for more yeah those yeah. pointy shoes were an inspiration oh. yeah we're love good. it but anyways, Slaughter High. Slaughter High. 1986. All right, so we were actually watching Slaughter High on YouTube. The whole movie is on YouTube, which is pretty amazing. I go. love that there's full movies on YouTube. It is a great, great thing. So Slaughter High was released in 1986. It has three directors. George- it is. <coughs> <laughs> you okay there, Megan? <laughs> it's the 30th anniversary of Slaughter High then. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Beautiful. Yeah. So the movie was directed by George Dugdale, Mark Ezra, and Peter Lytton. And uh, we're in the opening scene here, and they're at the college, or is this a high school? No, it's a high, it's a high school. school. Yeah. That's right, yeah, because they look a, a little old reunion. for high school, but. Yeah. Well, speaking of being old, uh, Carolyn Monroe, the main actress who plays Carol in the movie, was actually 36 years old at the time. Playing a teenager. Wow. Playing, portraying a teenager. And at oh, the time, shit. her and George Dugdale, one of the directors, were actually dating. At the time, and which they're married. They're married, yeah. They're mm-hmm. still together now. Yep. Well, I wonder how she got the part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Casting couch. She's mm. gorgeous, though. Uh, she was also, uh, she played Victoria, which was uh, Vincent Price's 
um, like deceased wife in the abominable Dr. Fives movies. Yep. Oh, so you cool. only see her as like a corpse and you only see her face in a painting. And uh, she was also um, the main actress, Anna, in the original Maniac. Oh, yep. oh we're going to talk about that movie. Yeah. We're going to talk about should that should be on the slasher list. It's I know. On the I've actually, I've never, uh, no, wait. Well, I've seen the original Maniac, but it was honestly, like, I haven't seen it in, like, 15 years. But I did that. enjoy the remake with I Elijah Wood. I enjoyed it as well. I thought it was fabulous. You know what I loved about it the most, though? The, the soundtrack. Fucking soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. The fucking yeah. soundtrack. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. And the composer just goes by the name Rob. Good for <laughs> Just Rob. That's just Rob. I actually really like the cinematography in the remake. I thought yeah. the yeah. shots were beautiful. Yeah, they gorgeous were gorgeous shots. It and was I fabulous. love cuz Elijah Wood in real life is actually really hilarious and yeah. he is very, you know, amazing at portraying like a psycho and like maniac and uh was it Sin City? Oh yeah. Yeah, Nailed he was it. he was awesome in Sin City as well. But yeah, I either way, I think they're both good. The original and the remake were both good. Yeah, she doesn't look like a high school student. Um, also, um, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, Carolyn Monroe also was a model who actually started in the 60s. She was in Vogue magazine like at the age of 17 and stuff I can like see that. that. Yeah, um, so she also was a Bond girl. Um, oh, cool. She's in Casino Royale and The Spy Who Loved Me. Um, and also another strange fact that I did find in my research that she was actually... Uh, Put out a single and she was signed to Gary Newman's record label. No way. In the 80s, really? Numa Records. And her New single Monday. her single was called Pump Me Up. And based on what I saw, it didn't do very well. <laughs> I was gonna say, and did it take off? Yeah, no, no, it didn't. So not. it didn't pump people up. No, it didn't pump them up at all. That's unfortunate. But maybe it pumped Gary Newman up. Who knows? But he signed her to his label. Um, and that didn't really But she only released anywhere. the one single? It wasn't like a whole album? I, d- I didn't see anything about an album. I just saw a single. Usually, I guess, for pop music, you know, they put out a single. If it takes off, then they'll finish the album. If not, then I don't know. That's cool. Um, yeah, there's tons and tons of stuff about this movie. Um, one of the directors, Peter Litton, actually is uh, the guy who created Max Headroom. <gasps> Max Headroom is made of nightmares. <laughs> he is terrifying. When I was a kid, uh, I remember the Max Headroom show being on TV, but yeah, I was very, was like, very young. Bah, 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 oh my god, don't bah, bah, bah. even do that. No, it's so scary. And then when he uh, was in Back to the Future Part 2, they mm-hmm. just used Max Headroom's like face for the for the waiter, the digital yeah. waiter oh! in the future. Uh, like, okay, even that scared me when I was a kid. Max Headroom he is made of nightmares. Terrifying. Yeah, so yeah, that's, I guess, from what I had seen, that was one of his most well-known things is that a condom i don't know what, what is that oh what uh, that was it's like a condom with udders on it okay so yeah yeah we actually have started the movie i know we just kind of go off on our drunken ranting tangents. i feel really bad for this kid yeah so he's in the shower room i'm assuming and all the jocks just came in he was making out with Carol. No, he wasn't. She the, she pretended that she wanted to make out with him. Oh, and now we have the, the yeah. creepy janitor looking She's in the girl's him up locker. For the prank, yeah, and that's I feel really so creepy. bad for nerds, man. Don't fuck with the nerds, man. Slutty Everybody bitches. know. Oh. Everyone knows. Don't fuck with the nerds. Yeah, because they'll grow up to have the, all the knowledge, and they'll they'll get revenge. They'll find a way to fuck you up, which is you know the premise of this movie, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I have to admit, this guy's reminding me a lot of like. 
a really young nerdy Stephen King. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can see nerdy. that. Look at this kid. Well, this guy, his name is uh, Simon Scudamore. Oh. And actually, uh, very unfortunate, he committed suicide a few days after the release of the movie. Yeah. So, we just saw his and, Yeah, that's right. So there actually is a frontal nudity scene that just happened where we saw his panos. Panos! Oh my god, they're like, what are they doing? They're poking his wiener? Oh, that's mean. This, this is, is horrible. This is brutal. Oh my god. Oh, and oh now they're God. electrocuting him? Jocks are mean. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's really sad about that actor. Um, I did try to find a little bit of information about, like, his death and the circumstances and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yeah, and uh, there's a few message boards on IMDb that are sort of dedicated to, to it, but there was really nothing... Yeah, it was actually really hard to find uh, the info about him, but I did actually find an interview with one of the directors that was uh, done recently. Okay. And uh, apparently, well, during shooting, he was told that he did use heroin regularly, Um, but during shooting, uh, as far as the director knew, he was clean during shooting, but it's... Uh, most obviously a drug overdose of heroin, uh, so that's probably how, mm. like, but he did, uh, it says that it was suicide, maybe he was right. just Right, so maybe it was intentional. He was, yeah. he was a, a heroin user, so that's unfortunate. Don't do heroin, kids. It's yeah, not drugs are bad. Drugs are bad, okay. It's interesting, too, because there is actually another um, suicide that is linked to producers of this movie, um, so Dick Randall, um, who is one of the producers um, of this movie, also worked on another movie called Don't Open Till Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was another man, one of the actors who played the killer in that movie. His name was Alan Lake, and he also committed suicide. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah, so kind of a crazy story like a as well. It's a curse going on. Yeah, um, yeah, but so his story is that he, uh, Diana Doors was like sort of an English like pinup model and actress. She's sort of like... You know, during the time of Marilyn Monroe, like, a whole bunch of them kind of popped up, you know, very similar, whatever. So he was married to her, and uh, she had died of ovarian cancer. And then he just, he was like, I can't, he couldn't take it, and he just went, he blew his head off in, in his, like, kid's bedroom or something. Oh, like, lovely. Like, they totally had kids. Messed up. Great. Yeah. Now both the parents Something totally awesome. messed up awesome. like that. So, yeah, a lot of, a lot of really crazy stuff sort of surrounding this movie. I like how you mentioned Poltergeist, Megan, because I always loved that they used real human skeletons. Come on, in the, the pool. In the pool. Because it was just cheaper. Can you imagine? Like, it's like shit like that you can't get away with now. No, it not It would not be all. cheaper now at all. No, but also and just like, like, like at all. And what, and what <laughs> would like you? The whole logic behind it. <laughs> like the principle of using not like actual bodies. <laughs> well, isn't, yeah. that, isn't that why there's a curse? Because of all the human bones that they use, all the angry, angry spirits. That's that's just what I heard. Yeah. Oh, that could be it. Yeah, that it's completely linked. There's also uh, the Omen is one of those movies where the set was cursed because yeah. a couple people yeah also it's died. It's all for you. I know. It's all for you, Damien. <sighs> I know that the 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 actor that played the father of Damien in the original Omen, his son, one of his children, killed himself like 
a week before shooting started. Oh, wow. Yeah, Jesus so man. they thought that they had to hold, like, uh, put shooting on hold, but he was like, no, I want to work. Wow. Yeah, of course, get, get your mind off of my it. mind. This is a yeah. really morbid episode so far. Yeah. We promise we're not going to keep talking about suicide. I know. And, and Prince's death. <laughs> I know. Ah, stop wow. it, you bitches. This is a super fucked up episode so far. It's because, you know what, I have so much empathy for this nerd right now. Like, I, I just know. want him to start killing people so I can stop thinking about how yeah. bad I feel for him. I do feel bad for all all nerds going through this period in their life in high school like it's terrible I got made fun of I guess like in junior high once I got to high school in my more goth years did you say junior high yeah well I was in Alberta oh yeah so I grew up in Alberta I went to junior high and I was always like the fat foreign kid and uh and then I went to high school and there was other freak kids so I made friends with all the punks and the goths and stuff but why do people always have to find the need to pick on nerds? Because nerds are always the ones that are going to be more su- successful in their futures because they're smart. They go to great colleges and universities and then they graduate and they have degrees and then make fucking tons of money. And all the jocks just become cops. <laughs> and they're we just all like, know yeah, they're too. just all dicks. <laughs> and all the sluts just get fucking knocked up and then they're. Drink white yeah. wine at noon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then when you go to your high school reunion, you feel really good about yourself. That's right. All right. Well, Look at those push-ups. My... No. Those are some of no. the worst push-ups no. I've ever seen. Not good. Oh, this music is so typical. Yeah, it's like... What's that show that you made me watch? About the high school kids. Junior high kids. Degrassi! Oh, oh. my god, Megan has never seen Degrassi. Well, I mean, you made me watch it, so wow. I saw it. <laughs> Degrassi is like a Canadian institution. Yeah. It's... But it's like that boing da doing doing. Look at the yeah. that girl. Look at how she's doing push-ups. She's humping the ground. I'm pretty sure I saw Prince do that in a video once. I saw Prince do that in real life. Yeah. <laughs> that guy was twerking. Yeah. He just twerked. Also, I just want to point out that the '80s were such a splendid time I miss for shorts. The shorts. '80s so for much. shorts. All of these guys are wearing just like like booty shorts, like straight up. If I had the chance to go back in time, I would definitely go back in the mid-70s because I do love disco. <laughs> so yeah. at least I could be, like, I want to be, like, a, a very early teen, like, maybe 12 in the mid-70s, and then so I could experience the muscle cars. Yeah, because, girl. like, it's, like, Days and Confused to me is, like, car porn. I fucking love yes. those cars. And then uh, just, you know, and experience high school in the 80s. I want that to happen. I'd like to be an adult in the 80s because that's when all the good fucking paying jobs and shit were still around. When IBM was, uh... Like, the, the <laughs> 80s. He's lighting people. a joint with, a like, a Bunsen. That's a big joint. The... The nerd's smoking a huge joint right now. Yeah. Is he f- But he's, to... like, cupping his hands with the joint between his fingers. Yeah, that's Maybe thing. he doesn't want to get too high. Then he shouldn't be smoking such a cannon. Is he on fire? No, sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> it actually looked like he was. That was pretty fucked up. He's not doing a very good job of smoking that joint. He's also not doing a very good job of being a nerd. The no. nerds don't smoke weed in chemistry class. No, well, maybe he's trying he's really rebellious. hard to... To change people's opinions yeah. of him. Also, I love that, like, sizzling beaker over there. Like, does that really happen in chemistry class? Mm, no. 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 It's so, like some spooky lab. Yeah. Uh, so this movie, actually, uh, the original working title was April Fool's Day. Yep. 
and uh, crazy. they had to change it, obviously, Clearly. for the other April April Fool's Day that was uh, being released. Which is another great slasher. Yeah, I actually, <laughs> I love watching that movie because Biff from Back to the Future <laughs> is in it. <laughs> uh, speaking of the 80s and short shorts, I think I've mentioned this before, but Sleepaway Camp is definitely yes, one of the greatest great short <laughs> 80s movie. horror movies with so many short shorts and crop tops for men. Yeah. Like, why did guys wear crop tops in the 80s? I don't know. It was, I guess maybe there was, like, the aerobics craze was, like, a big thing, and that yeah. sort of influenced the style. Mm-hmm. And so people just wore, like, leotards and short shorts and crop tops. and Yeah. It was okay for a man to, you know, show a little bit of upper thigh and also maybe have part of his scrotum hang yeah. out of the side of his shorts you know yeah completely acceptable socially mm-hmm. acceptable i liked uh i always liked um an 80s movie for short shorts for me is carrie i don't know if you guys remember oh, yeah it. yeah carrie there's a lot of short shorts in carrie and they're so cute yeah actually carrie is a perfect example of another revenge uh horror oh, flick fucking right because it's she's obviously the unpopular girl and all the popular girls make fun of her and then she you know, like, seeks revenge on them, which is uh, an amazing scene with Good the blood call. falling oh, on Oh, it's her. so fabulous. It's and she looks and it's like, great scene. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys know that actually uh, Carrie is the first Stephen King yeah. uh, story that was uh, adapted into a film? Really? Yeah. And it was his first novel published. So oh, there nice. you go. Wow. And one of the most fabulous. I just always remember people being scared to death at the very end of the movie when the hand comes out of the grave mm-hmm. i just like i've read a lot of articles about that part being like the very first like like scare jump scene in a horror movie that actually scared the fuck out of people back then yeah you know it's interesting the 70s it seemed like were kind of like a turning point for a, a lot of a lot of those kinds of movies and like a lot of people had never seen s- stuff like that before like i remember my mom telling me that her and my dad went on a date to go and see The Exorcist. And it was, she said, the most one of the most terrifying things she's ever experienced. She had nightmares and she couldn't sleep. Like, yeah. it was just just horrifying. I that. You know, because, like, that movie was just uh, I seriously beyond. think The Exorcist is one of the, the scariest movies oh, yeah. in history. Absolutely. Um, did you know, actually, that a man... Um, in the theater when The Exorcist first came out, um, was so scared that he actually fainted. And uh, when he fainted, he fell forward and his head hit the seat in front of him. And he got knocked out and he sued the fucking, uh, like the makers of like the distribution of the movie and he won. And because of that is why they had paramedics like ready and waiting oh. for for people outside of the theater. And um, speaking of that, also uh, the Conjuring. I didn't know this, but when the Conjuring came out, I'm not sure who hired the um, like. I guess they hired like priests Promotion. and stuff to actually like bless you after coming out of the movie. To, what? like, rid of any, like, evil around you after I seeing The Conjuring. I would have pushed them away. I would have been like, get the fuck yeah, out of here, man. That's... that's not even good promotion. Like, that's corny. No. Okay, but so you... we're... Oh, sorry, I was gonna say, too, the Blair Witch was another movie when that yeah. came out that people were, like, getting ill, physically ill, and because I think it's, like, the camera shaking. It's, I thought yeah, it was the camera really, shaky thing Like, a was... lot of people were throwing up. Yeah. So we're at the scene where uh, the nerd... Marty. Marty, thank you. He's being burned because the nitric acid was on his face. There's a big fire. 
Okay, so he's being disfigured. And everybody's the just are standing watching. there no watching. No one's trying to help him. No one's helping at all. So this is the turning point for him, I suppose. His face is all bombed he's up and depleted. Come back and fuck shit up. Yeah, it was uh, Warner Brothers that uh, that the guy sued for The Exorcist. Uh, wow. <laughs> oh. Yeah, for when he knocked his head out at the at the movie Look at and he that won. Bed. Okay, so I'm assuming this is probably now in the future. Yeah. And Carol just woke up in bed, and that is ah, the greatest bedroom ah. I've. And it's headboard wallpaper. I love all the wallpaper oh, in this yeah. in this uh, in this bedroom and her house or apartment or wherever she is. So eighties. I love all the. Um, uh, like even just like you know how like the the carpet obviously the shining the infamous shining carpet mm. um, and all of the wallpaper that's happening here in her apartment like you don't really see that very often anymore. No. Oh look at pieces. Yeah, actually. So she's on the phone with a uh, that's like the manager of uh, porn movies, um, and in his office you see the poster for pieces, mm-hmm. and um, that's because the producer of um, Slaughter High, Steve. Manassian is also the producer of pieces. Oh, that's cool. So, they so he's giving a there. little bit of cross promotion there. Yeah. I like it. I've actually never seen pieces, but I know it just recently came out on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. I do want to watch it. Yeah, we should add it to the list. Yeah. So I think this is the first time all three of us have seen this, right? Yeah, I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, none of us have seen Slaughter no. High, so this is the first viewing for all three of us. I just uh, looked up on IMDb. Uh, it's got a 5.2 on oh, IMDb. that's better than some of the movies we've watched previously. Correct. Yeah. And it has a 0%. <laughs> on on no, but that's because if you see underneath, it says that there's no review available. Oh, but the audience score is 35. 35. 35%. But I guess, like, critics just didn't even bother no. with it. <laughs> They're like, why Look even waste my time? Look at that extreme of water coming out of her shower. Oh. There's always, uh, when women are showering. Look at that shit! I know, when women are showering in movies, like, they still have, like, full-on makeup. But do you notice that they're never, uh, soapy? Never. Yeah. They're just wet. Like, I'm just gonna stand in this yeah. fucking water and not actually wash my body no one lathers in the movies no why doesn't anyone lather in movies i don't understand why oh <laughs> there's a little psycho action happening there y'all yeah, you know it's normal for me to come over to your house yeah. morgan and just like uh, jump at me <laughs> jump at you while you're in the shower that's Completely. normal <laughs> Uh, so this movie was filmed in England, and uh, most of the uh, most of the actors are actually British, but they're uh, they're using American accents. Yeah. Why didn't they just speak in British accents? Yeah, I don't know. It was just marketed, I guess, in for the for America. Yeah, I suppose, or just maybe the idea of like you know like the American like high school kind of like experience. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit more of a thing i think than it is mm-hmm. in england yeah well i guess like because this came out in 86 mm-hmm. so that was pretty much like right at the middle of uh, the peak of like 80s horror yeah i suppose so it was probably like of american 80s horror because i think like halloween came out 78 and um and then Friday Thirteenth came out mm-hmm. in like eighty, and then I think uh, Nightmare on Elm Street was like eighty four. So yeah. they were probably just like trying to jump on the uh, American eighties horror bandwagon. 
You just named a bunch of good slasher movies. Yeah. I sure <laughs> did. Because I happen to love slasher movies. That's uh, slasher movies and creature features are my favorites, definitely, for sure. What else do we have, though? Slasher movies, creature features. Ghosts. Demons. Mm, yes. Yes. yes Aliens. Yes, yes. Witches, warlocks. Witches and warlocks. Mm-hmm. Mm, warlocks. Remember that movie, Warlock? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be so oh bad. <laughs> like, he's like a warlock, but he has a fucking, like, white ponytail. Yeah. <laughs> that actor is super creepy. I know. I the can't girl. Remember what his name is, but um, he's super creepy. The girl in uh, Warlock is also, uh, she's in Hellraiser 3, and she's also in the Seinfeld episode where she <laughs> thinks that they're gay. <laughs> they're like, not that there's anything wrong with that. George and Jerry. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Me and Megan are huge Seinfeld fans, by the way. Julian Sands. Julian Sands is a warlock. I like he, he looks like a Julian. I know. He looks like a warlock. <laughs> <laughs> I like how his he doesn't even have like a name in the movie. It's He's just, just warlock. warlock. Have you ever seen it, Megan? Warlock? Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, I, I oh, actually, I used dear, to have it on God. DVD, but it's I think rotten. I sold it because I was just like, this is just too awful to yeah. just watch a second that, The time. cover yeah. is pretty is pretty epic, though. Like, yeah. to me, that's it has it, an indelible oh, mark in my mind. Oh, yes. It's, yeah. Yeah. I think I'll give it another, another shot. I'll give Home another shot. Yeah, that cover <laughs> is so 90s. It is very 90s. Yeah. It just it came out in 89, but I know so actually 90s. I think it was released in 91, but it was made in 81. Ah. So, but yeah, it is a very 90s movie. It's a, it's a lot like it kind of reminds me of Wishmaster except not as good because oh. Wishmaster is pretty fucking awesome. We just and uh, yeah, that. me and Megan Ooh. just rewatched it. I seriously the gore in that movie is fantastic. The whole yeah. first 10 minutes of that movie is total carnage because it's just an like an entire race of people just being brutally murdered, tortured. It's a great movie. The worst thing about Wishmaster is that fucking actress, the main girl, the main <laughs> blonde girl. She's the worst. I don't Why? understand a lot of the casting in, in I can't some believe, horror movies. I can't, I can't believe how bad that fucking girl is in Wishmaster. Like, Does she show her boobs? Uh, no. So, oh. what the fuck, man? I was going to say, bullshit. like, maybe that might have something to do with it. Like, willingness to... Yeah. No, she was awful. Her name was Tammy Lauren. She was so fucking awful in it. There was one part where, uh at the very towards like the end of the movie where she gets all mad at him and she was like you son of a bitch <laughs> come on you son of a bitch so we're still waiting for a murder i don't know how long into the movie we are well actually in my research for this movie um the body count is very low for this movie yeah like great, i feel like this guy's great. been driving in his shitty like bug for the last 20 minutes. Yeah, so the body count for Slaughter High is only two. Shut the fuck up. Two They bodies. called it Slaughter High? Slaughter? Only that's, two people I wouldn't say that's a slaughter. Movie. Okay, so while we're waiting, do we want to start? Because we usually go through our list and it takes us a while. So do we want to start going through our Slaughter movie sure. list? Because, I mean, we got time to kill here. Sure, absolutely. Get it? Yeah. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> Garbage day! <laughs> <laughs> I pretty much, like, only watched, like, Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2 for just that oh, scene. Oh, one of the greatest. I have the, the, the t-shirt from Fright Rags. Like, it's no. such a fucking an amazing scene. Oh, <laughs> Is that on your list? 
Uh, no. 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 <laughs> right, well, you go first. Okay. So, uh, you know, I, I feel like these lists might be a little bit predictable. But whatever. That's okay. That's okay. So I have uh, Maniac, we already discussed, the original and the remake. Mm-hmm. The kills in that are unbelievable. Like, the... I just and I love that he's a psycho in it and you well, know Well doesn't he and he just cuts scalps. Yeah, right? mommy like issues. He just, yeah. He collects super scalps. Creepy. Like super, that's yeah. fucking cool. Yeah, and he has like a room full of them. It's brilliant. And um, doesn't it like um because uh, you know how like the cover of the original film is just like his legs yes. holding a, yes. didn't they just redo And it's beautiful that yeah. for the remake too? Yeah. That, that was a great, great idea. I like that they did that. Like, just had a different artist just render, like, a new version of that of that picture. That image is incredible. I love I love that poster for that movie. It's so, it's so good. And I, I know I already talked about the cinematography in that movie, and I won't dwell on it, but there's so many shots of just, in both films, of just his eyes. Because both actors do mm-hmm. such a great job of portraying their craziness just through their eyes. So everything else is blacked out. And anyway, so great. Um, so I'm gonna move on. Scream, come on! I love Scream. Scream, I love it. I'm like I'm not a fan of you know two, three, four, five, a million, whatever. No, me neither. Actually, I fucking hated the new one that came out. Like the one that was you know just came out recently. I think it was part four. Shut up! Another one came out. Yeah, remember like they they revisited like it came back like it just came out a few years ago. Oh. I hated it. I hated it so much. Um, I. I'm not a fan of the sequels as well. They just don't have the same feeling. Yeah. I saw the first Scream in theaters. Oh, nice. I will never fucking forget that moment. Like, I was so impressed. I was just like, yes, this movie was great. I Wes loved Craven. it. Wes Craven. Yes, I loved it. It's Wes such Craven. a fucking good movie. And um, uh, Rose McGowan, before Rose McGowan. she got all fucking weird looking. Oh, she was so hot in that movie. She was. She used to be so hot. And her what death was her? the best in the garage door. I know. Come on. Yeah. I mean, unrealistic, but yeah. come on. But let's just... Let's just comment on her outfits in that movie, though. They're Mini terrible. Skirts. Like, do Mini you remember, skirts. like, the, uh, what she was wearing when she got killed by the of garage door? I do. It was, like, a lime green sweater and, like, a weird fucking psychedelic, like, <laughs> fucking, mini skirt. like, mini skirt that had, like, all these orange colors. Oh, like, oh, that the is 90s. That is so 90s. I know. It was so 90s. So 90s. But seriously, though, Rose McGowan, she used to be so hot. Like, what the fuck happened to her? Yeah. I know she got in a car accident and she got some plastic surgery, but she shaved her head recently. And uh, I will have to admit that. She came out with like an album recently, yes. and that video, the video was that so she came creepy. out with, that fucking out, video was out. awesome. Amazing. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that video was so creepy and amazing. Yeah, but still, like I just, I don't know. I used to think she was really hot when I was a teenager. I was like obsessed with her because of Doom Generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like Greg Araki is one of my favorite directors, and Doom Generation is like my one of my like all time, uh, all time like favorite fucking movies but Mm. I was actually here for Halloween one year and uh, I went to Fan Expo in Toronto one year and I attended her Q&A and um uh, there's like a infamous line from the Doom Generation where she says "Eat my fuck" and I asked her to say it. That's <laughs> and it was funny because like it was all these other little like fan like Charmed fans. Oh really? Um, that were like, asking her a bunch of questions about Charmed and then finally like they picked me to ask the question and I was like I'm a big fan of Doom Generation. Uh, can I have you say "Eat my fuck"? And she's like eat my fuck and I was like yes and then later and then later that day I left and I was like driving downtown and I saw her walking down the street and I was like holy shit it's Rose McGowan I used to love her so much but either way it looks a little strange she kind of looks like her character from Conan remember the Conan remake 
I didn't even see Was it. that was that the Conan remake? I didn't even see that shit. No fucking way I saw that. No way. No, no way. You no, you don't mess with perfection. No, I'm not Hello. seeing that shit. Yeah, she was some weird witch lady in the Conan mm, remake, yeah, and that's what uh, she looks like in real life now. Oh, that's interesting. It's very interesting. You should look it up. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't watch it. So we're going to move from one uh, Wes Craven to the next. My all-time favorite, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, Slashers. So Come on. The original is just so flawless. I don't even know where to start. I know. Like, I don't even know where to fucking start it's with that so, movie. It's so good. It's a it's a perfect film. Honestly, I think it's perfectly filmed. The like the scripts are perfect. It's I not agree. corny. It's actually scary. And I know you're a big fan of the Jason movies, Yasmina, but there's no dialogue in those movies. There's they're all kills, which are great. But I just love the original. Like the dialogue is great, and Heather Langenkamp is like. Pfft, crazy good honestly like yeah crazy the first the first movie. nightmare on elm street uh for its time even when i watched it when i was a kid in the 90s like if you are under the age of like whatever 18 like it fucks with your sleep like it's you can't still you can't horrifying. sleep when you the first time you watch that movie like, how did they do that body bag age. scene i could look it up no one spoil it for me and post how they did it i don't want to know but they, she's in the body, Tina's in the body bag and her feet lift up and you don't know how and yeah. she gets dressed and there's that stream of that blood. That was amazing. Come I on, love, come I love on. That, that scene and also when she, uh, when it's open and she's like, when Nancy's dreaming oh my God. Uh, in the classroom and the slugs that are like coming out of Ugh. her mouth and shit. Oh my God, it's so fucking good. I know one of <laughs> uh, me and Morgan's favorite parts about <laughs> about that movie is when Freddie is like, his arms when they like, yes, when he's chasing her like down like yeah. the alleyway, oh, like man. it just looks so ridiculous. I like, like the like, arms. arms. I just I think it's funny when he runs. He starts like running after like yeah. his giant snake arms. I wish I wish that this was a video podcast so that you could see us like everybody. We're all, we're all doing yeah, flailing, I know. Drunk and flailing. Uh, yeah, no. Oh, the, the every first... kill in that movie is amazing. I know every that uh, that the mom at talked... the end being sucked through the window. Yeah, but like we've talked about the. Johnny Depp, uh, death before it's it's just you could just keep oh, bringing it's it it's like up. a river, it's so a river good. of blood. It's amazing. It's so fucking Guys, good. But there's so much more to that movie than the kills. The mom was an alcoholic, avoiding her daughter, mm-hmm. ignoring her daughter, and having men over. Like her, you know, her dad was kind of nor here nor there. Like it was just there's so much depth in that movie, and it's just so fucking brilliant. We watched the. Um, Watch the documentary uh, the about it. Four-hour long it. documentary. Did you, you guys, you guys yeah, did it? Yeah, yeah it was so it was so fucking good. It was amazing. I love the um, like even like a new nightmare. How they explain how they did the scene where they're she's like crawling on the ceiling. Skin the cat. Yeah, and they basically yeah. like made the room but the room was like able to rotate and the camera sat in the mm-hmm. chair that was like attached to oh, the like really? floor of the room so then when it rotated the camera followed the rotation so that's wow. how they did that scene that's yeah. that's pretty intricate like that's a that's a big I know set and actually kinda... I'm pretty sure somebody got injured I remember that from in the, the rotating room when they were doing that. So, when they oh were no, she it. had to stop it because she was freaking out. Yeah, yeah, people were freaking out. It's a great documentary. You should definitely yeah. watch it. 
Uh, moving on, My Bloody Valentine, original and the remake. I just, I don't know why I love I've never movie. seen the remake. I, I was actually I about to say so that, yeah, I've never much. seen the remake. I do love that in so the original good. My Bloody Valentine, um, when the person is in the dryer. <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> That's so fun. Please tell me that they actually put that in the remake. Oh, dude. Do they? I don't remember. <laughs> But they should. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure. I've never seen the remake. But the remake. I, the I like the remake thing. because it's not. It's not as corny as you think it's going to be. The opening scene is when I remembered. It's pretty good. Is it very similar? It's very similar. That's what I like about it. Like it's it has an eighties exactly, feel. Yeah, it has an eighties cool. feel to it. Kind of you know? like how what they did with Maniac. Like right. It exactly. wasn't. And I, they made it three D, but it didn't take away from. I remember how that. Great yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like a lot of remakes, like they, especially like nowadays, like they just become sort of like sensationalist yeah. and over the top and like they try to outdo but it, a lot of times it's like sort of the little subtleties of the original that simplicity is yeah, always can be better yeah. you know yeah it makes it what it is mm-hmm. uh this is gonna be on hopefully all of your lists and i gotta give credit to yasmina for this one it should have been near the top of my list you're small. next oh my god that if you haven't seen you're next please Please fucking watch it. That movie. I'm gonna ask you not to spoil some of the kills. I, like, I won't. Don't, don't. No, I won't. But honestly, uh, seriously, when that movie came out and I watched it, I, okay, I'm I'm a big avid fan of older horror movies, especially from the 80s. You know, like the 90s, they they had their good ones, mm-hmm. which can be kind of bad. But mm-hmm. they were better than the 80s. The early 2000s, it was okay. And lately, there has been, oh. like, a reprise in, like, the horror genre. But I haven't, like, since I, before I watched Your Next, I hadn't really seen, like, a good uh, slasher. And when I saw that movie, I was like, this fucking movie was, like, the best slasher flick I have fucking seen that movie in, like, was 20 awesome. years. It was so, Non-stop. so fucking good it was brutal yeah non-stop so amazing and the guy the director um adam wingard um also did the uh vhs movies and um he also did the guest i don't know if you guys have seen the guest but the guest was pretty fucking badass it's Mm -hmm. got the main girl from it follows oh nice it's it's not really it's it's kind of more like a suspense thriller right but that's another one that actually has an incredible soundtrack as well but yeah oh my god you're I'm, next i'm i don't want to like if i give away anything about any kill it's just gonna ruin the surprise like you have to just watch it yes told me to watch it it was one of those movies where like i don't know if i've explained to uh our listeners before but like i love horror movies but i get really freaked out like i can't watch i was like watching with my hands over my fucking eyes the entire movie and it was so good um so i'm just gonna like quickly wrap up my list uh, with my last one being Urban Legend, Joshua Jackson, whatever, kind of a corny movie, you know, Joshua Jackson, whatever, I mean, a great film, I loved it, it was so 90s again, uh, I don't even need to talk about it, because I'm sure a lot of our listeners have seen we it, we watched it really recently, campy. didn't we, we tried to, I feel like we tried to, I bought it on VHS, but we didn't watch the VHS, we tried to look it up on YouTube or something like that, remember? yeah, yeah, but I did buy the VHS recently, and it's actually like, it was, parts of it were filmed in our city, yeah, in London, yeah, fucking what? Western. Yeah, Western Western Legend, University. Urban Legend was filmed at Western University. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, last I remember I'm going to say, yeah. because I didn't like it, but it's a good
weird slasher, but I fucking didn't like it because I have a really hard time with this genre of movie. Uh, the Strangers. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a great one. Yeah, fuck you. And no, it's not. And the second one, the second one is coming out this year. They're what? working on it right now. Really? Yep. It was, it was yeah. too, it was that's the end well. when they're slowly putting the knife into her oh. or, and she can, or when they're stabbing her husband or boyfriend mm-hmm. too and she's watching it. I just don't do, I don't do it. It's mm-hmm. a great movie, but I will never fucking watch it again, and I will not go see the second one. I actually remember. Oh, you're going to see it. Oh, okay. because I will. Not see it. <laughs> but I, uh, I actually, yeah, um, for the 2000s, like The Strangers was uh, was uh, probably one of the best. Uh, in you my really opinion. liked that the one with Liv Tyler. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I it's did see so that one. It's so creepy. Yeah. You know, the part that actually creeped me out the most. Okay, when uh, the the boyfriend goes to the bar and Liv Tyler is there alone in the uh the house and like the girl knocks on the door and then she asks for tamarin or whatever and then she leaves or whatever but then like five minutes later she comes back and asks the same question oh that's so freaky i thought that was really fucking Uh. scary like i was just like okay this person if i was in that situation i'd be like okay this person is obviously deranged they have problems because they were just here asking the exact same question if i was in that situation i'd be like fucking calling 911 yeah like that part was actually terrifying i i thought it was a really great movie very very well done i'm excited for the new one i think uh brian uh, bertino was the writer and the director um for the strangers and he's also doing the second one i like when the writer is also the director because they have full control that's of right everything like and cronenberg it, right and it, and like it turns our friend david cronenberg like it up <laughs> so that concludes Megan's list of slasher movies. Thank you for listening. Moving on. My list, my list, well, it's kind of similar, but not really that great. I don't know. I don't just get, I don't get into that much detail. So obviously I have Nightmare on Elm Street. We've talked a lot about that already. Um, Halloween. Yeah. I haven't really talked about Halloween. Halloween is amazing. Megan, you're shaking your head. Not a big fan? No, I mean, I like, I like, you know what the thing I have to say about the Halloween movies, and I love John Carpenter, so I'm not ragging on him at all, but it's filmed in a very dark, it's very dark movie. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So, wow, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So when, so when you're watching it, I always have to turn up the brightness. All you see is his mask, and I don't know if that's what he wanted to happen. But have you seen, like, have you seen the restored Blu-ray, though? No, okay, no. Perhaps that's my eyes. It hurts my eyes. No, because I mean, it was, it was a long time ago, you know, like, no excuse. Well, I guess not. No, I'm just kidding. But, Great films, but like yeah, I said, they that's are. the reason I didn't like them. Uh, I, I can understand. I that. um, I think to me that sort of adds part of the whole like appeal and the whole mystique of everything. You know, like they're <sighs> sitting in the house and like it's dark and well, like, it was like they don't the know 70s, what's like late seventies, and the budget was only like three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and, like I'm pretty tiny. sure um, right. John Carpenter at the time was in college. Yeah, and um, so most of the people had to like just like fork out their own. Yeah, their own finances. Yeah, mind you, it says also that it grossed forty-seven million dollars at the box office, which is true. Yeah, unheard of. I know. And of course, like Michael Myers, like the whole, you know, it's like he's like Jason with Friday the Thirteenth. You know, it's like the mask. Everybody knows, you know, who he is. Like the theme song is is one of the best things ever. I know. And the fact that it's uh, It's William Shatner's fucking face. Yeah. Yeah. So amazing, just a shitty spray-painted William Shatner mask. I remember, like, yeah, when I was a kid, I actually was uh, terrified of Michael Myers. Mm -hmm. Like, I used to be really fucking scared of him. Um, I'm a a big fan of the original 
um, Halloween and uh, especially the part where and it, this is what I admire the most about Halloween is um, the part where she is like walking home from school with her friends and she sees Michael Myers like behind the uh, shrubbery behind, no no yeah the shrubbery sorry uh, behind that that bush there mm -hmm. um, and then the next scene he's like not there and yeah. her friends are like I don't see anything blah 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 um, that that scene terrified me but it is exceptionally incredible that that scene took place in the daytime and mm -hmm. it was still terrifying yeah good call like it good was call. so it was so good Dump. yeah i'm a big fan of the Dump. original Dump. halloween i don't know like a lot of times with like with movies like that it's a soundtrack that sticks with me you know what i mean yeah like, i've seen halloween so many times so I just want to point out that uh, we're still we're watching the, the movie. Yeah, so uh, we're in the part is of Slaughter High where uh, like oh. his oh. stomach is opening and his intestines and organs are coming out <gasps> and blood splattering on the woman's And that's pretty face. gory. I can't complain about that That at was all. very good. Very well done. Also, I'd like to say they're drinking Colt 45. I did see Billy that. Billy D. Williams. <laughs> Colt 45, motherfucker. <laughs> Billy D. Williams? Yeah, have you ever seen the Colt 45 commercial? No. That he's done? Look it up. It's oh, amazing. Damn. Oh my god, we have so many, so many things to talk about. The one thing that, um, when I was reading a bunch of re reviews on Slaughter High is a lot of people hated the mask. Like, the Jester mask. Like, they're like, that's not scary. For which mask? Uh, for this mask. For, oh! For Slaughter High. Well, I think it's pretty creepy. It's like a Jester. Yeah. It was at the very beginning of the movie. It's pretty creepy. Yeah, like, that's super creepy to me. It's like an old man mask, but with, like, a jester Yeah, the jester hat, hat yeah. Hat, hat piece, which is a very weird combination. Yeah. What, what do the two have in common I with each know. other? I don't know, an old man jester. Old, crazy old, old man, man jester. Back at it again. Old man jester. Oh, yeah, well, so, yeah, I was sort of, like, you know, just chit-chatting about my list. We kind of went over, like, obviously Halloween um friday the 13th i know yasmina you will probably elaborate more than i will but obviously like jason Voorhees fucks shit up in every single movie like great slasher movie an institution as far as horror is concerned um my honorable mentions because they're just funny is new year's evil <laughs> which i watched recently and it's just bad but it's great because i don't know amazing. why but new year's evil always the song me. new year's evil <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's the best part it's the, awesome. the music it always gets me um i don't know why but like uh new year's evil always reminds me of happy birthday to me yeah and I have the VHS of Happy Birthday to Me, where it, like, uh, the front cover, like, the cardboard, like, you can, like, open up. Like, it has oh, that's a flap. Cool. That's like, it has cool. a flap that can, like, open up. Mm. So I have that copy. Awesome, awesome. Um, so, yeah, like, yeah, I don't know, like I said, New Year's Evil. It's just hilarious. The song is the best part of the movie, <laughs> but honorable mention to that. So, yeah, that's my sad list. Yasmina! Alright, well, um... She's like... <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> uh, well, I think uh, the second kill in Slaughter High just happened. So the guy in the car, I think he just got stabbed. It was hard to tell. See, another one of those dark 80s yeah. scenes, Well, right? we are watching it on YouTube. True that. But, um, yeah, the part where the guy is 
intestines were coming out of his stomach was pretty that cool. That was brutal because it looked like it was actual like, intestines. Real. Yeah, like they must have used some sort of animal yeah. product. Yeah, I, I. Yep. <laughs> So I guess we're done with the kills in this movie then. We've seen two. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, well, um, Slaughter High uh, is very infamous for the score. And uh, the composer is actually uh, Henry Manfredini, who is also the composer for the Friday the 13th films. Nice. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And uh, P.S. There's boobs. Uh, a woman is taking a bath. That bath water looks disgusting, but boobs. Boobs, nonetheless. It makes up for it. It makes up for it. Henry uh, Manfredini also did the score for uh, Swamp Thing, uh, mm-hmm. the house movies, and also Wishmaster. Yay! Yeah! Wishmaster! Yeah! yeah. This is a house. <laughs> this is also a house. This <laughs> is a house as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the woman with the tits in the bathtub is now getting burned. The woman with the tits. Um, so the woman get out with of the, the bathtub. Yeah, so she's getting burned in the bathtub. I guess the, it's like from the boiling water. Um, I have a question. They're in a high school. Why the fuck is there a bathtub in the high school? That's what I'd like to know. Did your high school have a fucking bathtub? I don't remember anything. No, no, no. no. There were showers. Yeah. No one ever used them. But yeah, I... Um, since this movie, it is a slasher flick, but it's uh, specifically like a revenge slasher, you know, where like somebody who was unpopular or somebody oh, who her something face just horrible. Fucking melted. Oh, yeah, by the way, yeah, the tit woman, her face melted, and that was actually pretty cool. That was some stop, was that stop animation? Yeah, it looked like it, yeah. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. That was really good. Good job. Uh, and these, the two guys that come into the bathroom, uh, to find the dead woman are wearing identical outfits. Yeah, and the one guy's pants are leather, I'm pretty really? sure. Really? Oh, it looked like yeah. they were yeah. both wearing jeans. No, the, the, yeah. But I like how they're both wearing flannel. And I like how her skin and muscles are, she's a skeleton now, all of a sudden. Yeah. That's pretty she's cool. She's completely melted So I guess down. acid came Yeah, out? well, that makes Maybe sense, Maybe it was right? nitric acid, because the nitric acid was very, like, foreshadowing. And that's what killed him, and that's now they're right. Yeah, Those are leather pants. Yeah, so the one guy's wearing, like, some... Since yeah. spandex. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, since this movie is more considered, like, a, in my opinion, like a revenge slasher movie, like other notable revenge slasher flicks are The Burning. I love The Burning. Uh, have you guys seen it? Nope. No, but it's I know it's one. on the list it's of, good. like, it's like good. watching that we have. Um, it's yeah. not a, a like a nerd or a, like a kid that gets made fun of. It's a caretaker. So, like, mm-hmm. the the asshole counselors like they obviously set his cabin on fire and he gets set on fire yeah. and uh and then he comes back and kills everybody with like uh like the hedge clippers um i do love that jason alexander um george costanza is in oh, it yeah. so oh it's, we, it's funny seeing him with hair <laughs> <laughs> and uh we mentioned carrie earlier uh another one is terror train with uh, mm-hmm. jamie lee curtis yeah that's a good one yeah so the one um they the prank happens and then he seeks revenge on the train and david copperfield is in that movie is he yep Okay, Terror Train, is that, that one is before, that's before Halloween, No, it's after. Is it? Yeah, because I think it was, Because I think I may uh, have seen it. It's okay. Uh, I mean, it's worth watching, you know, a couple times, but, um, it's okay. I mean, Halloween came out in 78. Yeah. Yeah, so Terror Train came out in 1980, so it was after, um, like, she began getting no- notoriety after Halloween and prom night and mm-hmm. everything happened after that. But yeah, Terror Train is okay. It's all right. Um, it, I think it takes place during New Year's Eve and there's just like a giant party on a train, which sounds pretty fucking fun to me. <laughs> um, another uh, revenge slasher that comes to mind is The Craft. 
Yeah, I guess it is. I mean, it's not really a slasher, but it's definitely a revenge Mm -hmm. kind of thriller. Um, Like, everything bad happens to all the popular kids that Mm -hmm. made fun of them. Like, when she's, like, losing her hair. She's like, it just keeps falling out! So good. So good. (laughs) Are they still going forward with the remake? I don't know. I heard about it. But I'm pretty sure they should at least cast all three of us. Yeah, we should uh, we should be in that movie. Hello. Come on, <laughs> um, definitely the Toxic Avenger. Uh, yep, that is a another one where like it's a nerd that gets picked on and then he gets all mutated and then seeks revenge and he looks so cool. Well, yeah, he's a great, great, yeah. look, great looking guy. Um, but definitely the Friday Thirteenth films are my favorite uh, out of all you know, slasher killers of horror genre. Um, Jason Voorhees has always been my favorite. I fucking, my favorite, well, the first one that I ever saw was part seven uh, when it came out when I was a kid. I remember watching it when I was a kid during the day and I was riding my bike home like from my friend's house and I was like looking behind me for Jason. Like, I was so fucking scared. I just kept on having to, like, look behind my shoulder to make sure, like, Jason wasn't chasing me behind (laughs) me. I was so fucking scared of him. And years later became, obviously, obsessed with him. Uh, So, part seven and part four are definitely my favorites. Uh, Part seven, um, to me, uh, like, sticks out the most because it was the first one that Kane Hodder portrayed Jason. And what he brought to the character was brutality. Whereas, like, the older ones, like, I guess, like, from, like, part two to part six, they were each played by different actors. And uh, so they're each kind of different in their own ways, like, depending on, like, the actor that was playing them. Mm -hmm. But I think that the way that Kane represented him was menacing. Mm -hmm. Like, he was angry. Like, you saw the anger um, in his... You know, like, in his body, in his face, like, when the mask gets torn off by the psychic girl, like, he's, like, full of rage. Yeah. And, like, that's what made it more terrifying, in my opinion. But I love part four mm-hmm. because of Crispin Glover, obviously, yeah. my boyfriend. <laughs> and uh, Corey Feldman, little Tommy Jarvis. And I actually didn't know this, but the the new one that came out, like, in, like, 2009 or right, whatever, yeah. um, they actually originally wanted to bring the character of Tommy Jarvis, like, really? back for that. Like, Tommy and then the fake Tommy and the fake, fake Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they actually, they, they did want to have Tommy, uh, it, like, as a character in, in hmm. that version, but they they scraped the idea. I'm not sure why. why. I don't know. Like, it would have been a really hmm. good addition. If they could write it properly, then yeah, I think. Yeah. I think, I think that, the, like, the 2009 version was fun. Yeah. Like, the kills are pretty fucking cool. I thought it was fun. Like, I didn't hate it. You know what I mean? It was okay. But, uh... Definitely, I don't know. I just, I've always been a huge fan of, uh, of Jason Voorhees, like, just because, like, it, it always, like, stuck out in my mind, and I was always, like, more terrified of him than, like, Freddy Krueger or, like, Michael Myers. It was just, like, something so, you know, reminiscent of, like, just, like, a hockey mask, you know, something that I, like, I don't give a shit about hockey, but something like a hockey mask, like, terrifying you, like, as a child, like, it definitely sticks out for me. I also, I love the woods. Mm-hmm. I love the forest, you know, like just the fact that they take place in camps. Uh, when I was a kid growing up, my uh, parents never let me go to summer camp and I was so 
pissed about it. Like, I was so jealous of all the other kids that got to go to summer camp and stuff like that. So when I was, like, watching those movies, I always, like, just was jealous. Like, I always just wanted to be at summer camp, like, just to experience that. So I think that's just, like, a um, definitely something that I've always, you know, felt, like, attached to. Like, that's, like, one of the reasons why I've always, like, loved the Friday the 13th movies. But um, if uh, any of you out there are um, collectors of, like, toys and masks and stuff like that, um, you should definitely, if you haven't heard of them already, the Devil's Latex. Um, so the guy that makes these incredible Jason masks, like, among many other incredible masks, like, he does, like, a Pennywise one. Oh, He does a Crypt a Keeper, one. like, a Freddy Krueger one. His name is Steve Bellamy, and, uh, I've seen his table at Fan Expo, and, like, every year I'm always like, okay, I need to fucking, like, save up my money. Like, I need to fucking get a Jason mask, and, uh, he makes the masks per, uh, per movie as well. So there's, like, a Jason mask from, like, part three there's one from part four there's one from right. part five there's a freddy from like new nightmare he he makes like a freddy from like part six because they're all different you know, yeah, they are different. they are all different yeah. his work is incredible if you guys like don't know of it just look up the devil's latex on instagram you will be very impressed and you just posted recently um uh, painted Jason masks from part eight. It's one of my least favorite ones, but it's the one from the poster of uh, part Wait. eight when he's in New York. Dude, just the colors. It's your least favorite? Uh, one of my least okay. favorites, yeah. Because I feel like we just favorite. watched that and... It's, it's okay. Ah, uh, it's campy. I like it. It's okay. It's just like when he's in New York and he sees the... There's like an ad for like a hockey mask. Yeah, like that, and he's at like, it. Oh. Um, but come on, like the 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 redeeming thing of that whole movie is when he punches that dude's head off. Yeah, the boxer. Yeah, I like that movie because it didn't scare me. Yeah, it's you pretty know? cheesy. It's cheesy, but it's it's like you can watch the kills. Like I can watch the kills and actually watch them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when he pulls his mask up and shows that dude his face. And it's all like... Yeah. Um, and like the creepy old guy who's like the professor and oh, the younger girl yeah, the on the ship. Yeah. And actually like the part where he uh, smushes the girl's face in like in the wall. Yeah, yeah. Was pretty awesome. And um, I like that it's shot in like a part of it in Times Square. Yeah, So they I had to, like, shoot that in... I know. Oh, that's so cool. It kind of reminds me... Know. It's just funny that there's, like, all these, like, franchise movies, like, that always have one that takes place in in uh, a city. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Star Trek, the Star Trek movies, The Voyage Home. Yeah. That one is so fucking bad. I can't believe how fucking bad that one is, where they're, like, on a bus and Spock, like, there's, like, those, like, punk rockers on the oh, bus. Oh, yeah, okay. And they're just, like, that. playing obnoxious music, and uh, Captain Kirk is like, could you please turn that down? And then they just turn it up, and Spock Yeah, they do. Mind. <laughs> it's like, like Falcon mind trick like on like the punk rocker like come on like every time like there's a movie like franchise where they like have the one where it's like in the city like it's always so like Leprechaun in the hood or Leprechaun in space Leprechaun in space oh no no you know it's really bad when they send them to space I know like Jason 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 Jason
and Jason went yeah. to space. Jason, went to space. And like I'll yeah. have to say that the Jason Jason X is pretty bad, but I love the fucking nitroglycerin? scene. Nitroglycerin? Yeah. Is that the right chemical? No, it's um it's uh liquid nitrogen. Li- yes. Liquid when he nitrogen. puts her fucking head the head and then smashes and it. smashes head. That fucking scene was genius. Like so it was good. never done before. I was just gonna say, yeah. I like I there in that documentary that you have, Yasmina. They talk about it in the, the Crystal Lake memories. The Crystal Lake memories. Yeah, they talk about that's it. a good one. That's like an eight-hour documentary. It's amazing. so long. But but I like that it's long because it doesn't fast forward through shit that you want to know about. It literally yeah. touches on everything as a horror fan or a Jason Voorhees fan, whatever that you want to know about. It touches on. And it's then, for a super fan. For yeah, sure. for sure. Yeah. It's it's great. But yeah. Like I said before, if you are a, a horror collector of like toys and stuff, like definitely look up the Devil's Latex, um, based in Toronto. Um, and if you live in the GTA, um, he's actually going to be at the Niagara Falls Comic Con. Um, he's always at Fan Expo, and he's actually going to be at the Rue Morgue Dark Carnival uh, Expo, which is right. going to be the the first um room morgue like horror convention so he is uh, fucking the fun. shit out of this girl right now oh we got a sex scene going on like here. a really yeah. good one. Oh! oh, and now they're being electrocuted while they're fucking that's like some uh sex tracuted oh, oh! look at those titties bounce wow so like i know we've been sort of talking a little bit through this movie but are they still at the high school yeah there's beds and shit and there's beds and fucking bathtubs i don't know to me this just seems weird like like i remember my first year of high school they did like the slumber party like you sleep in the gym and it's fun it's like orientation and like yeah like oh you get to sleep over and meet new people and stuff but like when you're a grown ass adult, I'm pretty sure if you're doing a reunion, you're not gonna want to stay over at your high school. No, no, that just sounds fucked up. Uh, Yaz, do you have more of a list? Um, nah, yeah. nah, nah. I'm gonna well, take this I opportunity just to like. Talk I'm gonna about take this opportunity. Slashers. Oh, well then I'm gonna take this opportunity to remind Yasmina of how much she loves the Hatchet films. I do love the Hatchet Those films. Those are slashers. For they sure. are like and definitely. They're, well, they're they're not revenge, but they're you're on his turf. Actually, well, they're technically they are because the mean kids burn Victor Crowley in the house, there and you go. Um, it's funny that Kane Hodder plays the dad of young Victor Crowley, and, and he also plays, plays the older yeah. Victor Crowley <laughs> later on. But yeah, like I know I'm. We talked earlier about your next, like reprising like the slasher uh, genre, like, and I was so impressed with that. But before that, for sure, like Hatchet. Oh my fucking god, I love the Hatchet movies. Like one of the best things about Hatchet is when uh, Victor uh, fucking grabs the Holy woman's uh, fucking mouth and just tears her upper the upper part of her head back. It's that was genius. Incredible. So fucking good. And like blood just like splattering out of her fucking neck. Oh my and god. And I like the way that her tongue looks. Like the Yeah, like, how the tongue is just like flapping, yeah, flapping around. around. Oh my god. Protruding. Adam Green, you are a genius. I've got a boner for you. I was gonna say and a cute Seriously, one. Jesus Christ. That but, movie was so But again, good. with those movies, like, I've said it a million times in this episode alone and in previous episodes a million times because I want people to know that I'm a huge pussy and I can watch Hatchet because it makes me fucking laugh. Yeah. And he, and the other thing I like about Hatchet is Adam Green uh, brings back characters. 
So the, I don't know if he's Asian or what, you know, that character, like the, yeah, yeah. he brings him back in, like he, he has these characters. He likes the actors. He mm-hmm. likes the actresses. So he'll bring them back to play different roles in different movies. And I like that. I like that. And I like that they're funny because I don't cry myself to sleep at night. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's got, um, obviously Kane Hodder and, uh, Tony Todd. Right. Yeah, in exactly. the movies. So and, good. Um, Danielle Todd. Harris. Uh, she's in the sequels. Like, I'm not sure why, like the the main girl was played by a different actress in the first one. So, I don't know, maybe the other girl just didn't want to do it or something. Or maybe he really wanted sure. her to do it, because he's obviously got a boner for her, because that brings us back to Holliston, right? Like, he brings Tony Todd yeah. back and all that shit. So, like, yeah. I just like when directors or writers or any sort of filmmakers really like an actor and just incorporate them in everything that they do. I think that's, yeah. I think that's great. I know. I love that Holliston is... A, th- a show like a thing like it's so good it's just like it's such a good show for horror fans metal fans la- horror fans who want to laugh yeah it's hilarious and they're actually shooting the third season um because it was on hold for a long time because odorous Arungus was the character mm-hmm. in it and so since dave rocky passed away they weren't sure if they were going to continue with it but they are now um so i'm not really sure what the premise hmm. is going to be but they the second season ended on a cliffhanger oh! i'm not gonna say it i'm not gonna say anything but yeah it ended on a cliffhanger so right. something's gotta happen but i wonder what they're gonna do with the odorous character yeah, like I wonder Just if he's gonna it like, with, like another monster, or yeah, right. I was gonna say, or like uh, kill him off entirely, or or maybe just yeah, have like another monster that lives in his closet. Right. That'd be cool if it was like a fucked up clown. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> a fucked up clown. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> That's funny. I know we've had people on uh, comment on the Witchfinger um, Facebook or website saying that uh, they would like. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah, I've seen that's that a, a few times. That's a fucking hilarious movie. And I've only seen clips of it. But I can't believe it. Megan's never seen really? the whole like, movie. That was one of those movies that, like, we, Mercedes and I, begged my parents to see when we were kids. We were like, can we please rent this? Ah, just because, like, clowns, like, they're so It's so Robbery and creepy. It's and I've, I've definitely seen clips, and they look yeah. hilarious. But I love, that it reminds me of, and I don't know why, don't fucking ask me, but it reminds me of Critters. Like, it's got yeah, that, like... Yeah, I can see that. I don't know why. It's got that, like, oh, that's a weird character. Yeah. Like, they're, they're clowns, but that's a weird fucking character. Totally. Like, you campy know? and kind of weird and, like... Silly like, as it's, fuck, Yeah, it's right? super silly. It's not... Like, um... It's not scary. Killer Tomatoes. Yeah. Right? Oh, Attack of the yeah. Killer Tomatoes. Attack of the that's Killer a great tomatoes. one. Yeah. Well, the main chick from, um, Killer Clowns of Outer Space, uh... Her name is Suzanne Snyder, and she's also in Night of the Creeps. Oh, yeah. And that's a good one. That's a great movie. Yeah, that's a Which I was trying to really find on YouTube, movie. and then I just don't have it on YouTube. That's, and she's also in Return of the Living Dead Part 2. She's the sister. Oh, oh Suzanne. Yeah. I don't yeah. yeah okay. Is she the one with the spicy brains? Seared brains is so, so spicy! spicy. That part really fucked me up when I was a kid. I know, I know. I don't know why. Like, I remember watching it at my cousin's house and being like, wow, like, that just, like, it just messed with my mind. This movie seems like it's going on forever. Oh. Well, that seems like it's more than kill number. Yeah, I think we're on, like, kill five. That's kill three, at least. Yeah, I know. Well, where did this body count? Who, who, where did you see the body count? Whoever, oh, they need to get that, that source. I, that's yeah. three already. So bathtub lady, the guy who got chopped by like the saw, the two people that just got electrocuted, and then this guy that's hanging, and the guts. 
Yeah. IMDb is That's wrong. That's like seven, six. Oh, no, I think he might live, the guy that was, that guy that being, was hung. being hung. Okay, well, she's got to die, because she's the one who started it all. So the slut who lured him into the bathroom for the prank to begin with, uh, the, the 32-year-old playing the 16-year-old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to actually bring something up that um, someone, uh, a friend of mine, had brought to my attention. We were discussing Nightmare on Elm Street and all that stuff. So I don't know if you guys know this. You might want to look it up. Um, but apparently there is an Indian... Nightmare on Elm Street ripoff. Oh my god. Oh, we need to watch we it. Need oh. to watch that. It's called Maha Call. Look it up. It's M A H A K A A L. And I do have an article about it. Um, just sort of going over some of the elements that they've stolen. Um, but it is like an Indian movie, and I think it might be recent. It looks pretty outrageous. Uh, all those like Indian versions. Brilliant. Of of movies are hilarious, like especially the just just the video for Thriller, like the Indian version. Oh, of yeah. Thriller. oh shit! Like, oh my god! So the, like, it's there's so screen funny. caps here that like the you can see the Freddy mask or the sorry the Freddy glove. You can see the Freddy glove and like look at it. Like it looks like this Indian movie. It's like they've completely yeah, it completely ripped it off. So, basically, this article just talks about, like, oh, you know, like, you live in the United States, you're trapped in a bubble. Like, they do all kinds of weird stuff, like Turkish, Star Wars are Turkish, E.T., and all this stuff. So, they've taken, it's a low-budget Indian rendition of Nightmare on Elm Street, I like how, um, just in this image that I'm looking at right here of the Indian uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the girl, which I'm assuming is the Nancy character, Mm -hmm. is wearing, like, a blue big shirt, which is just what, uh, the cover of the movie is what she's wearing in the original, but in the whole, like, in the movie, she's not wearing that. No. She doesn't wear that. Yeah. Yeah, so the Indian thriller, it's, uh... I think it's called Girly Man. If you just, like, YouTube, like, Indian thriller Girly Man, it'll come up, and it's pretty amazing. Lots of dry humping. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, at this point, we're all pretty much just waiting for the climax of the film or something. Well, this blonde girl just fell into... Is it a tarp? Like, I'm not sure. Is this, like, an empty pool filled with mud? She seems to be drowning, and she's holding on to a pipe. Don't you know how to tread water? Yeah. It looks like like a steam, some sort of steam pipe. Maybe it's like a waste. Use your core. Sanitation. Use, Use your, your biceps. Core. Step on her face. Yes! Back into the hole for you. That's what it you get, puts bitch. the lotion on a scam. <laughs> I'd fuck me. <laughs> Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. Her death has got to be the best. We're still waiting for the bitch to die. Carol. Oh, even the janitor's dead. He's the one who The body back. count is, like, so high in this movie. I mean, you'd think that if this high school was having a reunion, they'd fix the place up a bit. Yeah. Well, but, but I guess Marty, like, it... like, there isn't actually a reunion. He just, like, sent them invites to yeah. a fake reunion. Yeah. So there isn't actually a reunion happening. But... Yeah, like it doesn't even look like show it's up, not though. even working. Like the the high school has been abandoned. It looks like. I mean, it just, and people just are leave. fucking in the beds and stuff, and it's been abandoned for like twenty years. Yeah, I know. You'd think when you'd show up and there was like no actual party, like no no bar, no DJ, you'd be yeah. like, yeah, okay, this must be, this must be a prank. Exactly, and if it's like an abandoned building, I'm pretty sure the toilet's not gonna work. 
Yeah. Why was the tub working? Why was that girl taking a bath in a tub I was just in an abandoned that. building? I was just thinking that. Like, why? <laughs> it just looks Well, uh, I'm at my high school reunion, but um, I feel kind of dirty, so, <laughs> so I'm just going to go take a bath right now, and then I'll come back to the party later. The music, the music is... is... Oh, my God. <laughs> wow, you guys. <laughs> it's obviously... Yeah. It's Henry fucking amazing. Oh, cool. Oh, my God. She oh, had so her she... period. That's, like, really heavy flow, guys. She just flood the, uh, flushed the toilet, and blood is coming out, and now it's all foaming out of the toilet, and she's freaking out. Just get out of the stall. My flow is, like, really heavy. I have a wide-set vagina. <laughs> all over her nice white one-piece. I know. Just leave. Just go out the front door. See, again, this is what we were discussing before when we were talking uh, about Spookies when we were watching that movie. When there's a, you, you're presented with this situation where a bunch of people end up in some sort of horrible abandoned house or institution and there's like a murderer coming after you. Why don't you just walk out the fucking front door? Yeah, just like Why don't run. You just, leave? just run and keep and keep running. Like, don't look back. Yeah. Then we'd have nothing to talk about. That's true. It Touché, is true. Megan. There are <laughs> Touché, Megan. <laughs> well, this actually, like, I I read every review on Amazon, and like eighty percent of them were actually really good. Um, but I did find one that uh, is a bad review the and i have to i have to fucking gold. read it to you guys it is pretty pretty funny so this review was written by a man named james oblivion in uh back in 2002 and he gave it one star and the title is where to begin oh god <laughs> so did someone say this movie was worth 80 bucks because what? i'm assuming uh the vhs is um very rare because you know how, like, the movie was originally called April Fool's Day? Right. It was actually released on VHS um, under that title only in Japan. Right. So I think that release oh, is, yeah. is okay. $80. That makes sense. Yeah, so uh, this guy wrote, James Oblivion wrote, uh, did someone say this movie was worth 80 bucks? Well, having seen it once, I found it for sale for $3 at my local video store. And honestly... Three bucks was kind of high to go for this title, and I only bought it for kicks. This film is truly not fit for human consumption. Come on! I can understand that sometimes a director can make a bad movie, but to think that it took three directors to craft this piece of cinematic excrement is astounding. Wow. <laughs> Let us examine this film a bit more closely so that you can see what I mean without actually having to subject yourself to living hell that is watching Slaughter High. Uh, the production values are particularly bad. In one outdoor scene, it's so dark that what you're essentially looking at is at uh, is a black screen with a bit of barely discernible movement on it. It is difficult to impossible to get even a vague idea of what is happening. So, like, we talked earlier about how Halloween was super, super dark, but they obviously fixed it in the restored Blu-ray version. This movie is pretty, pretty dark. Like, I can agree with that. I can agree with that, but he's talking about one, one scene. Like, get over it. Yeah, I know. Get Fuck, over it. one scene, buddy. <laughs> Fortunately for the directors, this poses little problem, because by that point in the movie, you really don't care what's happening. <laughs> 
In fact, by this point in the movie, you've probably already taken it out of your VCR and decided to watch The Lost Boys for the 40,000th time, and wisely so. I can agree with that. Yeah, Honestly, I, was actually say. I have seen The Lost Boys a yep. hundred times, and I will never fucking get sick of watching that Reading movie. Maggots, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> And obviously the fucking saxophone player. Mm. Oh there. shit! Oh my god, there's a loop on YouTube shit. somewhere that we should just pull up and just watch for the two rest. hours of that. Ugh. Yes. Yeah, and I think uh, he uh, Tim Capello is his name. He yeah. actually played sax for Tina Turner. Oh well, fuck. Well known fact. Oh my god. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna finish the last paragraph of this guy's review. Uh, the bottom line is that this movie is just bad. Not even bad in a fun way. More like bad in an excruciating, dear God, why won't it end kind of way. My advice is to see Terror Train instead. It's the same basic premise, though it was made several years before this garbage. Finally, finally, there's the ending. I won't spoil it for you just in case you're actually masochistic enough to want to see this movie. Wow. I'll just say that the ending is just as bad as, if not worse, than the rest of the film. Anyway, the one star that I'm giving this movie is there for two reasons. Reason number one, gore. Nice. Reason number two, there's no zero star option. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now wow. I can't wait to see the ending. Why does he hate this movie so much? It definitely made an impact. It's not on him. that bad. <laughs> we've watched worse. I was gonna is, say we we've only we've only been doing this podcast for five episodes, and we've watched worse. I mean, I have to say that the, the uninvited. Oh, that was way, way worse. worse. And yeah, there was a man worse. in there that won an Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait for the ending then. If he says it's really bad, let's see it. Bring it out. They, like, probably unmask him and reveal that it's not even the guy, not even Marty. It's going to be some other fucking person. Marty McFly? Yes. I wish <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. I wish yes. it was Marty McFly. That would be way Bash better. Bash him on the head. So why is she so smart and everybody else is so dumb? Because everybody, everybody else is fucking horny and, and shit and fucking, yeah. Well, those are the rules. If you're, uh, if you're, if you're not a virgin, you're then you're gonna oh, die. Oh, she just killed oh, she just axed the or wrong someone. guy. You get a pitchfork to the back. You're fucking you got a hatchet in the face. And that brings us back to the strangers. I hated that scene where they shot with the shotgun their friend. Yeah. Came yeah. To the fucking house. I hate that. And shit. that actually was very reminiscent of the original Night of the Living Dead, where at the very end of the movie he gets shot. Yes, yes. And they, they mistake him for the yes. zombie. Oh, I, I don't like that shit. Yeah. Disturbs me. I just recently watched the documentary on Netflix about Night of the Living Dead. It's pretty interesting. It's a good one, actually. It's a very, it's very, very good. good documentary because at the time, you know, when it was ah. released, there was a lot of political movements happening at the time and uh, casting like a like a black guy is like the main yes. hero yep. was a very very bold move on their part so um they had a lot of uh criticism for that okay i just want to point out so she pushed the gesture guy through the window and then tried to drop a javelin on him and missed <laughs> and it just went like ting ting ting, ting beside him and then he picked it up, and now he's going to skewer her with it. He's running with a javelin. I like how um, her outfit, it's like a one-piece kind of outfit, but it's got 
bellows or some shit yeah, like, like on wings. the like on the shoulders and on the thighs. Wings. So when she runs, like she looks like an angel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, as well, like especially through these hall scenes where he's chasing her with a fucking javelin. Mm-hmm. And that is a fucking eighties pantsuit right there. Oh yeah, look, you that's like yeah. hammer, you hammer pants. Oh. And again, the classic move: she hides in a room with only one fucking. Actually, she's hiding, isn't in she? In the stall, where she's hiding in the shower stall yeah. where they pranked him. But I just all I'm saying is it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, obviously Why he's gonna fucking yourself? find you in there. I'm pretty sure that window pane was actually already smashed out in the beginning. And he takes off his mask. Oh, it is him. It is him. And he's all disfigured. Oh, give it to her slowly. Oh, yeah, javelin that ass. Super slow. Oh, oh wow. right between the tits. And she got stabbed. And oh, now I guess she's it's kind of in her abdomen. She's in the shower. She you know, I'm actually kind javelin. of surprised that, that he got her. Because usually the... Usually the heroine, yeah. like, survives. Well, that that's nice. I like that. I can appreciate that kind of movie. April fucking fools. Oh, Uh-oh, oh, someone's whistling in the hall. Someone's still alive. Well, I think he might just be hearing voices. Yeah. You know what his character actually kind of reminds me of? Um, the character from, uh... 976 Evil? Yeah, the character from, uh, 976 Evil. Because he was kind of, like, the nerdy weirdo kid. And, uh, like, Stephen Jeffrey's character, and uh, he plays, like, Hoax mm-hmm. in 976 Evil, and then he goes all, like, like demonic, and, like, his face is all disfigured, and he's like, ah, like, all evil and mm-hmm. shit. That's who this uh, Marty guy reminds me of. So he just walked into a room, and there's a fog machine. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This and, is the uh, ending this guy was talking about. So, like, all the characters that he killed, I'm assuming, are now haunting him as the undead. Yeah, it looks like it. They're all coming up. This just looks like the beginning of, like, Thriller. Smoke this, Marty. These ghosts are very poorly done. Oh, wow, look at the hair. Oh, my God, the woman. Army of Darkness. Yeah, her hair is incredible. It's too big. It's much too big. This is actually kind of reminding me of Hard Rock Zombies. <laughs> yeah, the zombies are just rotten. Actually, Hard They're Rock Zombies. They're like that. We should totally do Hard add Rock that Zombies. To the, oh my to god, the that movie is incredible. Okay, so the movie isn't completely done, but I have to agree with this guy's review in that this is the worst ending I think I've seen in a in a, in a good way. It's a worst ending in a good way, but I think it would have been better if he had just killed the bitch and got his revenge away. in that right because these cheesy ghosts like. But they got what they deserved. Like, why are they coming back to torment him again? Wait, it was all a dream. Uh, He just woke up in his bed in the hospital. It was all a dream. All wrapped up in bandage like Dark Man. Word up magazine. (laughs) Salt and pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you know what? Now I like the ending again. Now... I think that's cool. Yeah, this I think is that's complete cool. redemption. It, it was all in his head. It was all in his head. That's cool. That's very cool. Well, yeah, because you know what? If you just were disfigured by your classmates, yeah, I spoke. To you you probably would be like, yeah, man, I'm gonna dream about some revenge. I just want to say that, like, I love that, like, when they show a scene in a movie where they're in like a mental asylum, they always have to have like one random crazy dude yeah. like walking Smoking like all around. like, like all ridiculous like weird. all slow and all like who the fuck let that guy out? <laughs> I know, look at these people, they're all like scuttling about. They're always wearing bathrobes too. Like what's with crazy people wearing bathrobes? I don't robes? know. I'd be in my bathrobe all the time if I was crazy. Yeah. What? 
No. Oh, no. no Marty no, everybody no, needs the bad. nurse. They just, oh, and he yeah, just stabbed no. the doctor in the no, eyeball no. with a fucking needle. No. Okay, yeah. That would hurt. That yeah, was this such... role reversal again. Like, that was a flip-flop. Him becoming the Flippity nurse. Flippity-floppity. Oh, he's looking at the camera. Now what's he going to rip his camera. face off? What is or happening? Or is he going to give the finger? What, he's just, like, going to remove his, like, burned skin? Okay, I... I'm confused. I don't think burned skin just like rips off like that. It's not it like the craft could. where you just like cast a spell and you're <laughs> like, off. Your, my off, take, take your my scars, scars, take your scars. Oh, oh scars. shit, what a pity party that Man was. Okay, the ending would have been good had they just left it that he was in bed and it was all in his head. End it. Absolutely. I End it. I completely agree with that. That was worth zero stars on Amazon or one star. Yeah, I mean, the movie was good, but, like, the ending, yeah, like, they, I don't know what they were trying to do. I thought it was actually kind of, like, up until, um, maybe the bathtub scene, like, it was kind of slow. The last 20 minutes, yeah. They were good. 30 minutes, maybe, but, like, in between that, it was just like, oh, we're in an abandoned building, and we're partying, and look at us, we're... We're fucking and nothing yeah. is happening. Sex a- really, sex execution, sex execution, getting sex executed, sex execution. Oh my god, you. So Slaughter High was good. It was okay. It was okay. It was an. It, it was, was no almost, mystics in Bali, but it was an yeah. hour and thirty minutes long, and it didn't have to be. No, you're I, right. I, I gotta say I know. That. They it probably could have shaved some time off that for yeah. sure. Well, we do have some other things that we should be talking about. Yeah, well, me and Morgan recently watched Baskin. Yes. It was... um, we're not going to like go into detail because um, Megan hasn't seen it yet. And for anybody who hasn't seen it yet, um, it's it's definitely worth a watch for sure. Absolutely. I thought that there was a lot of great story build up and I don't know it's hard to like talk about it without really going like, into detail. getting into detail about a lot of the the specifics of it well I um I liked it I thought it was um raw and gross um but it just the way that it was marketed like maybe in North America I like it was marketed as like the tagline was like the cops like investigate a call and uh, and then they stumble upon like the doorway to hell right mm-hmm. so yeah. I, I I assume Monsters. that that yeah like I assumed that it had a supernatural element in it but then when we were watching it and then I realized that there was no supernatural element in it yeah. I was just like kind of disappointed um but i guess it's not the movie's fault i guess it was just the way that it was marketed but it, it was uh still pretty gruesome and uh i loved the idea of it i actually find it hilarious mm-hmm. um it reminded me a lot of um high tension uh when it came to the gore and like extreme factors uh but i didn't really uh i i i expected more i guess like i thought that there would be more of like a an actual like supernatural entity to it but it wasn't it was just a bunch of crazy fucked up people yeah it had a lot more of like cult or occult sort of themes to it and i was expecting a bit more of a twist i 
think that it could have been better. Yeah. Okay, I will say that. Like, I yeah. will say that I think it could have been better. It was still brilliant. Mm-hmm. It was still, uh, like, visually stunning. And the gore, I appreciate gore. Like, the more fucked up it is, oh, like, yeah. the and, more I like it. And it was really fucked up. But there, there was, was there a lot, was a of, lot that... of scenes that were, like, super super fucked up yeah yeah and it was like to me it's like yes yes like i love it when shit like that happens like people covered in shit yeah actual excrement like yeah actual shit megan yeah actual shit but the um (laughs) there was a couple there was a couple things about it that uh were unexplained and it it drove me insane yeah i mean i know that you had mentioned yasmina that the movie was like it was like first time director like like first time kind of foray into like the horror world and it definitely felt like that but I think it sort of signifies that it's a like some someone who's really promising yeah can uh can Evernal um was the director Mm -hmm. and one of the writers and um he did a great job like it was it was really good it was very well made um but, uh, yeah, like I said before, it was just, like, the way that it was mm-hmm. marketed, like, I, I expected it to be, like, actually more satanic. Like, I thought it was going to mm-hmm. be, like, he actually found, like, the, the portal. Like, and, actual like, the hell. You were expecting hell. Yeah, like, I was expecting actual, like, demons and, like, Satan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it was just, it was just people. It was just Just hell on earth. Fucked up Not people. hell. Not actual hell. Yeah. Maybe, though, like, obviously he's going to be known for this mm-hmm. now and uh the next movie that he makes like maybe he'll probably have like a much more increased like budget so for sure uh, for maybe sure. he'll be able to like produce something that is actually <laughs> worthy of a yeah. higher budget but for yeah. sure it was so good. it was definitely definitely worth the watch i liked the um the whole uh psychological aspect to it too mm-hmm. because it, it, it had those elements for sure well. yeah there was like the first i would say almost like well, the first half of the movie, like, is really just, like, sort of the build-up to, like, the, this crazy, the crazy shit that happens, really. Mm-hmm. A satanic crescendo. Satanos. Well, um... Dominus! <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, we're just about to, uh, wrap up tonight's episode. Uh, thank you a lot for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. We Thank love doing you. this. We love doing this. Our uh, next episode is going to be a special episode, actually. Ooh. And uh, oh, we're, yes. it's our first episode where we're going to be having special guests. Oh, oh yes. my oh, God. Yes. Oh, Extra yes. special. Break yourselves. Special guests. Yo, shit. So next week, uh, we're having um, our friends Jake and James join us on the podcast. They are the organizers of uh, Shockstock, which is a horror convention in our town of London, Ontario. Yay! Yay! This will be a fun episode. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. Shockstock is always so much fun. May 27th, um, I believe. May 27th. Yeah, the 27th, 28th, and 29th. If you're in the GTA area, Michigan, uh, do not miss it. Um, honestly, uh, I've been going to Shockstock every single year. Uh, Megan has actually been handler uh working it every single year um i actually had my own table there one mm-hmm, year mm-hmm. i love it mm-hmm. every year gets better and Absolutely. better what year is it now is it the fifth yep 
Okay, it's seriously, guys, like, you gotta fucking come down gotta be to there. London. You gotta come to Shockstock. It's amazing. It's just, it's, it's incredible. Like, every year is just getting better and better, and this year, I'm so fucking stoked for the guests that they have this year. There's so many good ones. Like, for example, Danny Hicks, um, Jake from Evil Dead 2. Mm-hmm. Baba Joe! <laughs> Baba Joe! Uh, I'm pretty fucking excited. I mean, we all uh, Oh my god. Kevin, Kevin Van Hent and Rick, fucking the man from the Basket Case movies. Oh, that's going to be incredible. I really just want him to just have a basket. I know, a him. basket full of donuts. Yeah, man. Give yeah. me something. Something inside that basket. That's right. Um, also, fucking Ari Lehman, okay? The guy who played Jason as a kid in the fucking first Friday 13th oh, so movie. That one scene, I, man. I fuck, I'm like, so fucking excited to meet him this year. He uh, also has a band called First Jason and he plays the guitar <laughs> and he's actually going to be playing the after party. That is phenomenal. His band is playing the after party. Like, this is going to be so much fun, guys. There's phenomenal. so many fucking guests. Like, also, A. Michael Baldwin, um, the kid from Phantasm, Lloyd Kaufman, <sighs> the creator and overlord of Troma. Uh, Kenny, He's the overlord. He is the overlord <laughs> of Troma. Um, I, I want him to actually sign my copy. Like, I've met him before, and he signed my copy of um, Killer Condom, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite <laughs> Troma movies ever. It's so ridiculous. Like, the fucking condom has teeth on it, <laughs> and it, like, bites dicks off. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. ridiculous! No pun intended. Yeah. Like and it also and it like it takes place in New York City, but it's in German. (laughs) Oh man, I love trauma so much. Terra Firmer, Rabbit Grannies. I love I love Rabbit Grannies (laughs) so much, so much. Um, Kenny Holtz from uh, Kenny vs. Spenny is gonna be there. Uh, Fucking legendary Mink Stole. I'm a big John Waters fan, and she is in Pink Flamingos, A Dirty Shame. She's in most of his movies, but the fact that a woman, a person, a human being from Pink Flamingos is going to be there is incredible to me. I met John Waters at Fan Expo a couple years ago, and I have Pink Flamingos on VHS, and I fucking forgot it. I know. I was so mad. So I just got him to, like, sign a poster. But um, have you seen Pink Flamingos? Oh, yes. Megan? Okay, yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. you've seen yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. You can't talk about it. You can't it's talk about it. It's too much. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so we're pretty fucking excited for Shockstock. Shockstock! And, um... We're actually going to be... We'll be there, too! We're going to be there! Yeah. yeah. We're actually going to be broadcasting oh, yeah. a live episode. Megan, did you forget? Yeah. <laughs> Megan, Megan forgot that we're actually going to We haven't decided be what we're going to do, but I think it'll probably be amazing, and we'll be wandering around and, like, talking to people. Yeah, and, interviewing people. Yeah. Um, Just being genuinely drunk and crazy, yeah. like uh, every episode that we do. We're going to be bringing... Uh, we'll have our merch there. We'll have buttons, stickers, t-shirts, like, patches and all that junk, and... And uh, we're also going to be bringing, um, I actually have two TVs with built-in VCRs, so we'll be bringing one of those with a bunch of VHS, and we're just going to play movies all day, and we'll be broadcasting a live episode um, on the weekend, so that's going to be pretty fucking fun, 
And so, yeah, stay tuned for um, the next episode with Jake and James from Shockstock. That's going to be pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, so it's going to be at Centennial Hall, uh, May 27th to the 29th. Um, lots of VHS vendors. If you are uh, VHS collectors, uh, you won't you won't want to miss this. We got tons of tables full of merch and definitely come out just to fucking meet Basket Case. <laughs> Belial. 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 Awesome. So yeah, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Awesome. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Guys, you. As always, um, thanks for the support. You can check us out on Instagram, witchfingerpodcast, uh, witchfinger.com, and also just like look us up on Facebook. It's Witchfinger Podcast. I think as well, is it? I think it's... We need to get our URL straight. <laughs> I think it's Witchfinger Horror, Horror po- Podcast on Facebook. On Facebook. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, thanks guys. Thank you very Bye. much for listening. Have a good night. Bye. Bye-bye.